Channel Studios in Denver, Colorado. Welcome to Channel Massive. This episode of Channel Massive is sponsored by UGT Servers. When you order Ventrilo hosting from UGT, you get all of the powerful administration features hardcore gamers want and the ease of use that newbie gamers need. With 24-hour tech support, 13 locations worldwide, and a 15-day money-back guarantee, you'd be crazy not to check them out. Head over to UGT-Servers.com for all your Ventura hosting needs. And now, here's the boys! Welcome to episode 137 of Channel Massive, the whole enchilada. I'd like some green chili, please. Oh, I'm hungry. Well, the tamale... Your hosts are Jason. Jason. Me! Mark. Mark, Mark, Mark. Hello. Noah. Noah, Noah. <laughs> and remotely through magic technology. Eric. Eric, Eric, Eric. No, seriously, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being non sequitur as usual. Hungry for what? Podcasting? Um, That's what we're here for. I hunger for. Enchiladas? No. They're not being served. That sucks. But we will be serving up what we've been playing this last week in a very controlled, concise, Strict. sterile environment. <laughs> Some would say terse. <laughs> Latex gloves will be pulled on. <laughs> <laughs> Snapped at the wrist. And we're going to have some roundtable discussions. We thought, why come up with new topics if we can recycle old topics that we were supposed week. to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why do that when we can always recycle the topic we're supposed to talk about last <laughs> Nobody's time. heard it before, just us. Yeah. And I've already forgotten it because it's been a week. We already heard it in our minds. Back in yes. episode 136, The Harrowing. We had a horrible <laughs> accident at the end. <laughs> Much I don't blame anybody, I really don't. From us as though it were hmm, something Mark. not meant for this I think planet. we just left our audience craving, hungering we left them for more. The- Lusting? But we really one? wanted to know why you're not playing MMOs. That's what you're hungering. You will find out. Yeah, for better or worse. worse. We're going to tell you. Well, we got feedback about that. Did people send in letters saying they wanted to know? Tons no, because because Eric, Tons. we don't receive email at this podcast <laughs> any longer. Yeah. Oh. Ever since Jason angered all the agents. And, and you know why? And I figured this out is that everybody who has ever written in to the podcast <laughs> has been a host. Oh, yeah. That's once that happens... Oh, yeah. 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 The magic, the desire. Like, that's how it goes? Wow. <laughs> Neat. You guys oh. just whore yourself out to anybody who sends you a letter. Yeah, we are. You know. Well, we never let the, We never had the Polish guy on. We didn't. And we never had Nameless One Yeah. on. No. But he wanted to be. He did. But we didn't. But he was denied. He was. He did not survive <laughs> the trial of podcasthood. Other roundtable topics. We'll be talking about treating StarCraft. Depression. With antidepressants. And then Riot Games' is <laughs> Games. <laughs> Riot Games'. Games' has got an apostrophe. Riot says Games'. Riot Games'. Is. <laughs> Thanks for coming to Taco Bell, man. Anti- <laughs> Anti- Hyphen slash counter hyphen trademark <laughs> for the DOTA name. Take Listeners, that the, the thing you don't know about Noah is whenever he gets anything wrong like that, 
He has a cat of nine tails, and he just whips his back. He's like, no! <laughs> yeah, it's like that dude. It's just in, like Da Vinci Code. Yeah, the Da Vinci yeah. Code. He's a penitent. Which That's explains why he looks, looks just like him. He does look just like him. Yeah. He flagellates himself. Or yeah. Flagellates. Flagellates. So, uh, so, yeah. yeah. And last mask, we will be talking about real-time worlds, R.I.P. Boom, 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 boom. We may talk about it else, but... Boom, boom, boom. We don't want you to have unrealistic expectations for what we accomplish. <laughs> yes, we will be lucky if we can get all five <laughs> segments recorded without a disaster. <laughs> this is the second time we're recording the intro, just FYI. Ever since we hired that pack-led producer, the whole thing is We are strong. He's yes. smart. He will make our podcast go. Now, we, we want to like. hear from you for episode 138, someone else to be a future potential co-host. Yes. <laughs> Write us... <laughs> At mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com. We also have a Twitter feed. Twitter.com slash channelmassive. That's true. Or you can find our Facebook group. Which we never <laughs> update. But, but if you wanted to, you could find we it. We want to feel your love because we want to be liked. And we also want your iTunes reviews. Yes. Positive well, at least Mark does. Mark always asks for them. <laughs> He needs affirmation. Self. The first person to put a review and then email me at eric at channelmassive.email. Can you fix that in post? I don't know what my email address is. But more oh, importantly... You don't, have one. you don't have one anymore. <laughs> it's been stricken. If you email that to me, I will send you a mouse pad for, for City of Heroes going rogue to Whoa. your house. Rouge. <laughs> We're sending swag out. And you will also get a compact or something. Yeah. Because you'll be rouging. It will be Rougine. Rougine and Paragon City. Maybe a Jardash compact. He's <laughs> so cool. And 70s. Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's it for the intro. Yeah. Now we're going to get into what we're playing. Mark, let's hear what you've been playing. Shocker, uh... I've been playing some uh, StarCraft 2. I am not an addict. And uh, also, I've been playing um, League of Legends. I am an addict. Yes, you and, are. Um, <laughs> so I've been playing. I've been playing those two games pretty much exclusively. Although I did get a new um, app for my phone. That's an RPG. An RPG app for the iPhone. For the iPhone. Let me tell you. Is what it made it's by called. Square Enix? No, it's called Epic Win. What it is is you just put in your task list for the day, list for the day, and you assign rewards. And then it's an RPG. You go and do your task. And so I created a daily quest called Go the Bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) How many experience points have you received from that quest? I get 300. Um, Is that the max? Yeah. I'm I'm cheating. Um, I've been putting some other daily quests in there, too, just, you know, that I would have to do anyway. Like, you know, um, go to the refrigerator. Do you have different experience points for just urination? Yeah. And then more oh, experience if points you do for urination. Number one and number two, that's you could level. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, one of my coworkers um, turned me on to this. So thanks to you. Were Jeff. you guys both sitting in the bathroom when yeah. he turned you on to this? I was I was heard a little ding as he's taking a dump. <laughs> I was trying to yeah. some hot finger action under the stall. Oh. You know, wiggling my fingers seductively. Oh. What? I phone and I had this app, and I was like, oh, well, cool. So, you know, this is all now, good. Now, were you one of but his so, ass? In the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
<laughs> like I said, raw love. Yeah. All that aside, the uh, back to the League of Legends. Oh, just exactly what Jason wanted to hear after the bathroom conversation. Yeah. One of my friends finally hit level thirty, so I got to switch to my real honest to god account, which was like dusting off like a. Oh, I played that with you. Yeah, I haven't been able to use it much. So it was cool. It It was nice to have like all the right runes and all that. Were you playing ranked games? Um, you were gonna like we decided it's time to start. I wish I had done up in schedule and I could be at level thirty now. I don't know how I did it in two weeks with like 185 wins. That's insane. It's crazy. Although I I have, I do believe in the magic of the three versus three. That is easier to win and (laughs) shorter time commitment. And it's good for ganking. So it is. It's totally different than 5v5, and I never would have been a- attracted to it, except it was like, well, if you're going to play with this friend of yours, you have to do the 3v3, because that's all he does. And I'm like, first I hated it, now I know where everything is, and I love it. So yeah. I'd have to say I like them both equally. If I, I have like the unpredictableness time. of the 5v5. Yeah. 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 I never I never play it. Do you jungle at all? Yeah, I jungle like crazy. I play Evelyn, and I go jungle crazy. And 3v3? Yeah, it's cool. So... That's pretty much what I've done. What about you, Jason? Uh, Any wow. stall, bathroom stall incidents? Or no. <laughs> no, I have not uh, installed a app to track my bathroom habits. <laughs> it sounds so eloquent. No. Put it that way. Hey, the iPhone, <laughs> it's just there for that kind of good stuff. It is, it is. And, 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 and that's why I think it was created. You know, I, so. I hope the CSI lab never has to investigate your phone. <laughs> For substances. Yeah. Yeah, that could be bad. Like they turn the like black light on it and it just glows like a unholy star. You know? Oh my god. It's been dropped in the toilet a couple times. <laughs> this one's this one's got some stuff on it. Anyway. Mm. Sorry. Uh, yeah, the, honestly uh, I really haven't played a whole hell of a lot. I just um I had one of those crazy weeks where I really haven't had a chance to game much. I got through the first part of Singularity, which I really can't give an opinion on because I just played through the first. Was it one part singular it. sensation? <laughs> yes. <laughs> singular sensation. Thought you might appreciate that. Yes, I, I do appreciate the musical humor, Noah. <laughs> um, I also played some StarCraft Two. Again, I didn't play enough of it to really just even get into it all that much. Uh, I downloaded some demos of the Xbox Live Arcade uh, games for the Summer of Arcade uh, that I... Which ones? I, I, I have all of them. Did you buy them? At least in demo form. Which ones have you purchased? Uh, I've, I purchased Limbo and um, the uh, the boat racing game. Hydro oh, Thunder. Oh, Hydro Thunder. Oh, yeah. well, you talked about That's fun. It's fun. Yeah, you can. Hey, hey, Jason, you can skip that because I actually bought all of them, so I'll actually talk about the games I own. Oh, 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 oh. now remember, Eric, you are you are under a five second time limit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I download the demos for ca- the Castlevania game, the Monday Night the Monday Night Combat game, and and then I downloaded uh, Laura Croft uh, Tomb Raider. The new Tomb Raider game for Xbox. This tomb is being raided. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I I sat there and I I played through the demo of the Castlevania game and I was like, eh, alright. Meh. (laughs) Next! It's kind of how it was for me, which kind of sucks because I like all those games, but 
that particular game, I was like, well, it's really just not. It's not your thing. It's not going to be there. It's not going to be there for me. There's not enough there that makes me think that that's something that I'm going to want to purchase. I also played some of the demo of Monday Night Combat. It's one of those ones that I'm waffling on a little bit. Did you, did you like it better when it came around the first time and it was called Team Fortress 2? <laughs> <laughs> um, Dick it's move, not exactly Mark. Like Dick move. That, <laughs> Dick move. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly like that, Mark. But oh, oh, uh, oh! I, I can see the differences. Uh, what I. <laughs> Of course, I haven't even I haven't tried the the new Laura Croft Tomb Didn't Raider game, but yeah, it just came out. So, but I hear really good things. Me Everybody's too. raving about it. So, will there be a movie? <laughs> will there be another movie? <laughs> hey, as long as Angelina Jolie has big lips, there might be, there might be. Uh, other than that, I just I haven't got a lot of gaming done this week. It's been a really slow week for gaming. Really bad. I feel like I've let everybody down. Perhaps an iPhone app. How about you, Eric? What, what have you been doing this week? Okay, so, first thing, Fable 2, I beat it. Congratulations. But have you yeah. really beat it? No, I haven't, and I don't know if I ever will. So, I played that game. That was good. I'm not allowed to talk about it. Mark won't let me. So, I'll we'll let you talk about it. Talk a little bit about your experience with Fable 2. But just to Jason. Bye, bye. Yeah. Well, Fable 2, in comparison to the other games that I've played on 360 and PC that have the same theme of uh, being out there and letting you create your world and having choices, um, Mass Effect 2, um, story-wise, and helping me care about the characters and, and being involved in the story, um, I kind of thought it did better. Same thing with Dragon Age, even though there's a huge amount of talking. That's what I enjoyed about with Dragon Age, that you really got to understand and appreciate the characters. Um, while I was playing Fable 2, I, I read an article where um, Molyneux admitted that the story was boring as hell. and that Yeah, Fable I mean, it really wasn't better. that in-depth. Um, it surprised me that I beat the main story in 14 hours. Um, but there is still a ton that I can do, and I'm really seeing the merit of the game that there's just too much stuff that if you try to go straight through it or try to get all the achievements or try to play it as a game, it, it can fall into that really easily, but really it's all about stumbling on little things that make you chuckle. Exactly. Um, that's that's my... That was totally what I found, and, and I, I didn't run straight through it like you did, Eric. I just kind of, I just kind of played it mm -hmm. as and it came I, along, and I, I didn't do, you know, I didn't like do every quest like right off the bat. I just, you know, I tried to do some exploring around. I tried to fuck around with different kinds of things, and yeah, and I kind of played it that way. And I think, you know, I, I think that kind of changed the whole dynamic of the game for me. Is where I, I wasn't so concerned about finishing the main story at the time that I was playing it. I, I just I, I wanted to do everything else besides finish it. Yeah. So I kind of skipped the whole main storyline and, and just focused on enjoying the world as it was. Mm, and it's it's I think that's the best way to uh, to do it. It's it's not it's not something you want to rush through. No, no. Um, <clears throat> so Castlevania Harmony of Despair uh, my friend Colin and I have been playing the holy mother crap out of that game. Um, 
for me, uh, I I think it's it's one of the games that's definitely worth fifteen dollars. It's it's got me way more gameplay than fifteen dollars. Um, kind of disappointing that it's not HD sprites and all of that kind of stuff, but it has single-handedly gotten me super excited for Castlevania games all over again. Um, it's a great advertisement for all the DS games that these characters, most of the characters are based out of, because I want to go back and buy those games now. Um, it's, it's super hardcore, like, they don't explain crap. Like, if you haven't played those games, they're, they're not gonna tell you. Like, you have to figure things out. I had to do a bunch of research online, which I think is, is its biggest shortcoming, that it could be a great game for people to be introduced to the series, and they just, it, it's, it seems like they're just relying on you going and finding out for yourself. Um, Monday Night Combat, um, my favorite game, well, it's tied with Limbo. Limbo is the super artsy, wonderful game that I, I absolutely love, but Monday Night Combat is something that I just can't stop playing. Like, it's, it's, it is League of Legends mixed with Team Fortress 2. Um, there's a huge, the, each class has their own di- neat mechanics that you just freak out about that you have to learn. E- each one feels different, like the assassin can turn invisible and do a bunch of crazy stuff. I usually play the support, which allows you to heal. You can hack turrets. Uh, it has a, a feel of, um, uh, tower defense. So in so many ways, like, okay, people, think back. Mark has, uh, a major issue with tower defense games and League of Legends. No. <laughs> yeah, just think about it. Listen to Issues. Episode, <laughs> yeah, listen to episode all of them. <laughs> People realize that he has issues with this. So when he makes fun of it, it hurts me because I realize, like, if he gave it a chance, one mode is called Blitz, and all it is is freaking tower defense. You build up turrets, and you and other people try to defend from waves of robots. Then you've got Crossfire, where you're trying to get to someone else's base and destroy it. And you have different waves of minions that you're going through and doing all this crap. It's it's so much hop-in, fun play that, like, you, you don't even know, have to know what you're doing, but it's one of those games that as soon as you learn the character, oh, God, I can't, I want to go play it now. Hi, <laughs> Eric. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hydra Thunder, I went ahead, because I've, I've, I've gotten all of the Xbox Live, you know, arcade summer things. Uh, Hydro Thunder, I played that for a good bit, and it feels just like the old Hydro Thunder from N64. It has all the classic challenges. It even has achievements based on you going completely retro and getting four of your friends to play on the same system. Like, no one does that anymore. But playing split-screen, on it's it's just it's a nuts amount of fun. Um, there's no story. There's no nothing. You just It's an arcade game. So you right, have you just race. I yeah. love Hydro Thunder. So I had a I had a whole heck of a lot of fun with that. Um, Broken Sword for the Wii. I, I found that for fifteen bucks. I love adventure games. That's all. Um, I got really drunk one day and bought some Wii games. <laughs> um, and one of them, which is the, the only I, way you can do it. Yeah, I had a 360, but at the time I didn't have a second controller. So I have a second controller for the Wii. So I searched for an hour trying to find a multiplayer co-op game. That was kind of like Borderlands. <laughs> I was drunk at the time. Again, I tell you. Um, so it took me a while, but I found Secret of Mana for the Super Nintendo. Uh, my friend and I played it for about five minutes, and I fell asleep. Perfect. Um, not that it was boring, but I was drunk. Remember, it was uh, fun. It was. Really, I love Secret of Mana. I played it a bunch already. Move on. 
Laura Croft, it's like a dual stick puzzle shooter. It is nuts. Um, yeah, I think I'm out of time. But more importantly, it's a good game. It looks beautiful. And, uh, yeah, Dragon Age made a character. Would um, <laughs> you do Dragon Age Origins? You made a character, and that's as far as you got, huh? Oh, I got it on 360. <laughs> I got it on 360. I bought Awakenings, and then I bought all the DLC for it, and then I made a character and fell asleep. They're what releasing. have you What have you been doing, Noah? They're releasing a limited edition of, <clears throat> or some kind of special edition of Dragon Age, where they have all that stuff in there already. So I'm waiting for that. As far as Dragon Age is concerned, but I don't know. I don't know. What get it for the PC. Don't get it for the 360. That's what I've heard. I remember. Yeah, Jason, you just didn't have a lot of positive things to say about it. I just well, no. I mean, my I love it on the PC. My my experience with Dragon Age is just that I don't think that the the strategy that type of gameplay translates well to a you console. Know, you know, you're, you're controlling your whole your whole party. It, you know, it's just like. Uh, you know, I want to say Icewind Dale or oh, yep, yeah, that's, that's what it's that's what they were trying to do when they you know games it. like that. It's just don't were made by Bioware. Yeah, <laughs> and it just it's it's like it's great on the PC. The gameplay is dated. I think it's just dated. Well, it's just all the listening to the story. Yes, and, and you're more of a passive player. They, in, in fact, they're they're switching that up. You know, when I when we first heard about the announcement about Dragon Age 2. What are they doing with Dragon Age 2? They're turning it just like Mass Effect. Yeah. Where, you know, your 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 main protagonist is you're actually going to hear what he has to say and it's not going to be, you know, you're not going to feel as much as a passive player in it. Uh, so it's going to be more like Mass Effect in that in that respect. Um, Dragon Age you know, you don't. You, yeah, you still. You know, you have the dialogue option choices and and all that, and there's still the morality choices and all that good bullshit that Bioware includes in every one of their games. Uh, but it's just the gameplay itself where it's like passive. Uh, yeah, it, it's really. It just seems more passive. You can pause the combat. You have to sit there and think. Okay, what's going to be best? You know, for for this particular situation. You, you select your spells, target whatever monsters happen to be on the screen, yeah. unpause the game, and boom, everything blows up. Well, see, and that's the thing. If you don't like that kind of combat, they they drastically change the console version so that on normal mode, uh, they don't have things like friendly fire. On the PC version, like if you don't like Icewind Dale Trilogy and you don't like that kind of PC game... Dragon Age was made specifically for that crowd. Like, in all of their dev interviews and everything, they said they're making an old-school, uh, you know, Western RPG that's going to go back to Icewind Dale and all of that stuff. Right. The biggest gripe with the 360 version is that it's more action-based. You can't pull the camera back, and you you don't really want to pause it and go and pick all of the the abilities and stuff like that. Um, and and it's... it's, it's um, it, it, oh, you also, you you don't have a mod kit. That's the biggest advantage with the PC version is that you can mod the hell out of it, and people yeah. already have. So I'll yeah, I like the naked mod. Take do no sweet <laughs> Noah blood splattering on naked not, bodies. Not saying that that's why you're waiting, but 
that probably why no one's waiting. Wait for it. So what else? The games that I've been playing, not Dragon Age, Puzzle Quest Galactic, on my DS, also Tournament of Legends on my Wii. Which you wrote a review for yeah. on Nintendo Joe, by That's the way. That's right, I did. So if you want a review of Tournament of Legends, go check that out. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good fun. Shameless plug! I hope we have a game day so we can play it together and we can all talk about it. I'm telling you, man. So I'm, I'm waiting yeah. for another game day. We haven't had one in it's a while. It's been years. No, hey, Bye. Noah, I'll go and ahead and get it and we can play online. Oh, no. Oh, shoot, can't do that. Did you buy it? They cut that mode when they... Changed it. Exactly. Yeah, at any rate. Also, I got some games for my birthday, and I got Bayonetta and Final Fantasy XIII and Just Cause 2. Just Cause. (laughs) (laughs) I I love that demo. I played that demo like three times over. Get into Just Cause 2. I love that game. Noah, do you want to play the multiplayer mode of Final Fantasy XIII with me? There's no multiplayer mode in Final Fantasy. Yeah, we just play it as a party, and then we giggle, <laughs> we giggle at all the pretty girls. You play girls. together and talk to each other while <laughs> you're, you're playing. You get on Skype and be like... Oh. There's a guy named Snow, but he's totally a girl, and i got a crush on him. <laughs> Have you been playing with Terror again? <laughs> Sounds fairly familiar. <laughs> uh, that'd, be, that'd be... I know a guy, his name's Vincent. He's from Final Fantasy VII. Okay, I also play Battlefield <laughs> Bad Company 2 over my dad's computer, be- or my dad's 360, because I was really irritated that he wouldn't give that game a, a better shake, because he just is super addicted to Modern Warfare 2 and just plays it all the time. And I was getting really good at it and having a good time, which is weird, because I don't play uh, first-person shooters that often, especially not military ones. And... Of course, my dad decides to go and do other things while that's going on. When I had a perfect opportunity to show him how to play it, then I'm like, come on, I want to show you how to play this because it's really cool, and I've upgraded this engineer character, and I'm blowing up tanks, and I'm repairing tanks, and doing all this cool stuff. And so what he promptly decides to do once he's sitting there watching is just fall asleep. And I'm like, I am wasting my time here. And I was just so frustrated because I wanted to show him how cool it was. And basically, if he's not playing the game, he's going to fall asleep. So I was just like, this is stupid. So I... Uh, Threw the controller on the desk after I finished. I'm like, I'm done. Bye. Just stick his hand in some warm water. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. His arms were crossed, so I couldn't have done. Ah, oh, damn. Unfortunately, arms akimbo. But uh, Bayonetta, Final Fantasy 13, great. And I also got in a couple matches in League of Legends, maybe just one. And I just oh, keep playing Sivir. We destroyed in that one. Oh, Me and you. Yeah, it's just it's it's a lot of fun, and I even when I play by myself, I'll just play three v three and. I hardly ever die. I get lots of assists, and I never thought I'd be playing her a lot. I still want to try a lot of other characters, but it's just really fun. We we really just dominated with her. Yeah, that was so great. She's my current favorite flavor of the month. Yeah. We'll see if that changes. That sums up everything that I've been playing and all the rest of us. So now we are going to get into what we have been playing a lot of MMOs. <laughs> So this topic we're going to talk about came up when a very long string about League of Legends, which Jason was unfortunately included on every step of the way because he had so much to say about League of Legends. No, he's well, no, it was because I was I just got back from vacation yeah. and, and I was 
just catching up on everything. I was checking up on articles and emails and whatever. And I came upon this email stream between all the Channel Massive hosts. Plus uh, Donovan. Yeah, plus Donovan about League of Legends. And plus the guest host, Eric. You're one of the hosts. That's what I said, dude. What Wait, we- did I get did I get inducted in somehow? There was an unofficial thing. Where's my... Huh? I didn't Did you need a badge? I wanted my, I <laughs> wanted my inductee golden Twinkie. I wanted my inductee golden Twinkie. Where is it in the mail? Dude, there, there is no golden Twinkie. He wants Twinkie. a badge for his sash. There is no, <laughs> there is no golden Twinkie, man. You just... You know, you, you become a part of it, and ba- basically that's it. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm Zebra sorry you expected something else besides that. Zebra tattoo. No, see that it's not. Actually, that's not my, even included. My stalker ex girlfriend starts stalking you too. Yeah, that's how you know it could happen. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Anyway, this email was all about League of Legends, essentially, except for one little blurb from Eric, which asked, "Why aren't we playing MMOs?" Which I attempted to disregard out of hand. And Mark yeah, totally tried to answer. In fact, everybody talks. else in that email thread ignored this question, except for me. Except for Noah. Who attempted to make a half-assed attempt? No, well, no. I'm like, I should save it for the show, and that's what Gen- it is. In general, Noah just tries to ignore everything I say. So <laughs> he's that's polite not like bad that. Policy, really? Yeah. So I thought, well, hey, well, I thought this would be a great topic last week, but somehow. All this information got lost mysteriously. I don't know what happened to it. Computers are complicated. (laughs) (laughs) The software that runs on them is even more complicated. So the question (laughs) at hand is is that we are called Channel Massive. We started this podcast with the intent of talking about massively multiplayer role-playing games, and lately we've been doing anything but. And why? And why is this? Why are we why are we, we playing this genre anymore? What is our deal? What is our problem with this genre? Soldier. Eric, bring us in. What's your problem? Five seconds or less. No multi second. Uh, easy. Okay. So bring it in. Right down to the first topic. Wow, this is exciting, Eric. <laughs> exciting podcast. He wanted it he wanted it in nice and slow. You can't do it too rough. I'm waving my arms, I'm, I'm guiding you uh, to plane. Okay, so the biggest thing is, right now, I'm in this prone position, ready to leap at new MMOs that may or may not be awesome. Like a ninja? Like a small rabbit. Oh, okay. More like Kenan yeah. or more like Shin? Oh, I'll just stop, I'm sorry. Yeah, let's not get into that. I thought if you're in a prone position, you're waiting for something else to attack you. You're like, are you sure you're not thinking about a fetal position? No, okay, look. Okay, if you want to get in the freaking analogies way about it, Noah, I'm in a prone (laughs) position. Hey, I'm listening to you. Give me a break. (laughs) Look, look. There's a small, grassy area. I'm hidden in the prone position observing and waiting for the new MMOs coming around the corner so I can either snipe them in the head, okay, or observe their wonder. We've got Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, which I'm going to probably drop everything in play. Uh, You know, you've got Vindictus. I saw E3. 
Uh, I mean, you've got you've got Dragon Nest, you've got Forsaken World, which is you know a perfect world title. Um, everything else so far seems to be a distraction. Terra, um, Terra, I'm I'm kind of interested in and slightly worried that it's a pay-to-play MMO and I'm not going to give a shit because I'm going to be wanting Star Wars. I don't know, you know, it's it's all what ifs. You know, we don't know if those are actually going to be any good. We've seen things like Alads Online, which was a great free-to-play game, get completely fucked in the head by um by G Potato and their mismanagement. I mean, it could have been way more than it was, um, but all it is now is a lesson for other free-to-play companies. Um, so things can get screwed up. Champions Online, I'm sorry to say I absolutely love the game, but what the hell are they doing? What are they doing? Uh, you can clearly see that the game isn't doing well enough for them to create huge zones, so they decided they're going to create these smaller action things, these little packs that are almost like comic book arcs. Uh, they're doing some patches here and there. They're going to have devoted fans. I'm glad for them, but why don't they just go to free-to-play? Uh, yeah. They probably get an effusion of life and all this blah, 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 whatever, like EQ2, you know. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. I worry about them, and I know that, in truth, I'm probably going to go to DC Universe online because it looks better and gives me more options, and I think they're going to take the storyline way more... Like, even if they got really serious with Champions Online, the animations, the general skeleton of the game itself it's silly it's it's like a it's like a silver age comic book really and i'm looking for the cynical modern age spawn drug addicted alcoholic iron man stuff anyways city of heroes that just came out with going rogue i'm not interested in that because it's it's the same thing with like a shiny coat um all the videos you watch it's the same old, same old. And now I'm in this prone position in the bush. I'm not about to leave. I'm in a prone <laughs> we, position. We taking advantage of. <laughs> waiting for all of these new, like, oh, you guys don't understand. I'm going to take a picture. I'm going to put it up on the next blog post. I have a literal wall of shame of collector's editions of Tabula Rasa, of Hellgate London, no. Warhammer. Okay, I am ready to put one of these new innovative MMOs collector's editions up on the wall at the same time i'm i'm still a little baby i've been completely like i i'm 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 thinking these things are the new messiah that are going to come and save me from the boredom of things like age of conan that's another game it's like what the hell are they doing i don't know I, i'm sad anyways i'm gonna go and drink well that was <laughs> wow. resume your prone position yeah. Hello. What about you? What's your what's your problem, man? What's your problem what's with your these problem, games? Jason? <laughs> <laughs> I asked you first. I'm still subscribed to Age of Conan, okay? Uh, <laughs> Not by choice. Been playing it. <laughs> Just by coincidence. <laughs> Why are you so subscribed? Really? Yeah, I canceled it. I only really think about it when we record the podcast, and I try oh, to make a mention note that I need to go and unsubscribe. I always forget. That's all. That's why these companies still are living. If I'm going to cut that life support. I'm gonna cut exactly. it. Exactly. I'm gonna cut it. Mark's not though because he loves his little one, two, three, click level up system. Yeah, <laughs> and he gets an age of It's never gonna use that leveled up character, but it's gonna reach level eighty. <laughs> Hell or high water. For me, there's just 
there's so much great stuff on the consoles that satisfies my hunger better. And on the PC, League of Legends gives me that jump in, jump out, arcadey. Uh, I still level up, and there's strategy to it, like I would get in an MMO, but there's not as big of a commitment. I don't have to worry about traveling across epic landscapes and getting immersed in lore and learning super complex gameplay systems that keep changing as I level up. I have a really finite, defined gameplay system that has a lot of depth to it that I can learn and get better at as time goes on. And that's what I really love about League of Legends, and it gives me that community aspect that's also in MMOs. That's also why I'm looking forward to, but I'm not so sure about it now. <laughs> Vindictus, not so sure because Scott had a lot of things he didn't like about it. And Dragon Nest. And even until then, regardless of those games, I get what I want on the PC from League of Legends, which surprised me. Because I remember when Mark kept playing it after I abandoned it, <laughs> while I was still in beta, I'm like, why is he still playing that game? <laughs> he keeps <laughs> playing it. Because I gave it a try and I just could not get into it, and I couldn't get good at it. But once I finally got over that hump, it's just like, this game is awesome. Yeah, there's like a point of no return. <laughs> yeah. And Old Republic is Old Republic, maybe Secret World. Those are the two that I'm looking forward to, but I'm not that really rabid about it. Hmm. Just because Secret World, it may be as good as Conan. It may not even be as good as Conan. And I'm not really even into Conan, so I would want more of that. And Old Republic, it's Star Wars, and I love Star Wars, and I'm sure they're going to do a great job. But it's a lot like World of Warcraft, and that I could never really get into either. I mean, I played it a lot, and I loved playing it with our listeners and with Mark and you, Jason, and everybody else, but it didn't give me that quick burst of energy, which Warhammer had for a little while until they mm-hmm. came to my character and then I left. <laughs> they totally like nerfed your character in, into something yeah. she shouldn't have been. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So I get what I want out of these other things. I don't have to pay a subscription fee, and I can spend my money when I want to. When I want to upgrade my characters, when I want to get a new skin, when I want to buy something new, I'm not mandated to pay them, especially when I'm not even paying. I'm playing the game. So would you be more prone to prone? <laughs> <laughs> would you put yourself in a prone position? Yes. Would you be more prone <laughs> to play some of these games? <laughs> Like say prone is the new clutch. If, uh, if it was free to play, no. Okay, because it's too slow. Mark, no, I sure. want to. I want to go last. No, I, I want to talk. He to wants you to be last. the epic finale because I'm I'm the inquisitor of this oh, discussion. Are you the, the inquisitor? You know, yes. On True Blood, the inquisitor got killed. That's right. Yes, he did. Um, so. The reason I'm not playing anything is because I'm waiting for stuff. So Cataclysm, I want to play Cataclysm. I want to get everything I can out of that. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, But don't you want to remember the world as it is right now? I'll always have my... It's your last chance. (laughs) I'll always have my level 60 max level uh, memories of the world the way it was before they started the expansions. But no, seriously, no, I want to see it. I want to see the story they tell. You know, I mean, I have a, I have a character just waiting to go the next five levels. I guess it's only gonna be five levels, but um, yeah, I'm I'm just ready to see what that's about. Do the rating, you know, it'll be fun for a while. It won't last forever, 
Um, DC Universe, I'm really, really excited about that. That does look really cool. I think, you know, that'd be fun for our, our game day stuff we used to do if we, if we all find it, you know, compelling enough to buy. That does. I'm glad you brought that up. It does have really great gameplay. Yeah, I think that could be really fun. And the PvP aspects of it are so Twitch-based and fast and controller pad friendly. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that'd, that'd be a whole new take on it also is the first truly you know, cross-platform MMO that may actually come out as opposed to be talked about or promised. Yeah. So I'm looking for that. I look forward to that. Um, you know, other than those two, I'm I'm not... There's nothing really... But why aren't you not playing an MMO right now? Because I'm waiting. I mean, I'm waiting. Oh, and, and of course... Yep. Besides just waiting, I mean, uh, just, just besides the waiting... I, I mean, all I hear from you guys is... Well, I'm waiting for something else to come out. Because I've I've experienced all the MMOs. I mean, is that is is that your prime well, I mean, that, for not playing? I'm not waiting. I've moved on. The <laughs> thing is, dude, we got to play them. This is the thing, okay? We got to go to E3 and we got to play these things. If we were just watching videos and looking at the things, we I don't think I would be as stuck on. Holy shit! I I know what Star Wars plays like. I know what Terra plays like. Vindictus, I played that. I know what DC Universe plays like. That's what I want. I want more action-based fun. I want these things that are more, you know, directly satisfying, almost immediately satisfying. When I think of the other things, which I gotta make sure I revise my statement. I am not jaded. I am not tired of these games. Um, I'm happy that whoever plays EQ2, whoever plays the other games, I, I'm just ready to move on. I'm super excited to play MMOs, but right now I'm just I'm just, I'm seriously stuck. I'm waiting because I got a taste of the juicy, ripe root of Eden. Well, I think I think we've all played it and played that tune enough, man. We're ready for something new. And uh, you know, from what I've seen, I'd, I'd say DC Universe is a breath of fresh air. I think Cataclysm will be so complete and polished; it'll be awesome. And I and I'm I hunger for the story resolution stuff, and then um, the old republic will be equally polished and good and exciting, and a lot of people that I I know will be playing it. So those are the reasons why. But I've just found other games to be you know other game styles and genres to be more compelling right now. I like the storytelling of like a Dragon Age more than an MMO because I do get to be the central figure. I get to be the you know the main protagonist of the of the story. I like um, my League of Legends stuff because it's it's like true PvP. It's not watered down or filtered or you know there's no there's no uh, chance that somebody who put in three gazillion hours to get a piece of gear is gonna defeat me if I'm more skilled, which was always an annoyance. Um, so I've just kind of moved on right now, and the genre hasn't, it's, it's kind of stale. Yeah, Jason, you said something like that last week when you were talking about it. I think it was a good way of putting it. I don't know if you recall what you said. <laughs> hmm. I'm to come back to me. Well, I will say the only thing that's, the only thing that's moving forward in MMOs is the billing model. <laughs> sort of. The way to monetize. Yeah. That's about the only thing that's advancing. Graphics continue to get better, models get more complicated, landscapes get... You know, better we get anti but anisotropic it's such filtering and you know stuff. Yeah. Bloom lighting. 
you know, it continues to advance, but the basics of it seems like building is the only thing they're making really good moves on, and maybe right. some community tie-in stuff, like everybody's taking the armory to the next level. Big whoop, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, in the course of my day, want to go and, and just stare at my character, uh, you know, even if I can, like, see him rotate in 3D, it's like, whoop, just <laughs> skip. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Look at me, I'm, I'm a night elf warrior. You know, it's like, I don't night double elf night elf warrior, oh my god. Oh, All the way. Double <laughs> night elf warrior. <laughs> All the way. Beautiful, I don't know if you can Whoa. see this. What does it mean? <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. Double. Anyway. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just think it's, um, needs to, need a breath of fresh air to come in and shake it up. No, I totally see what you're saying there. I, t- I mean, we're totally able to get overhyped about crap again. I caused both Mark and Noah, just by emailing them and talking about stuff, for them to get excited enough to buy the expansion for Age of Conan. They never planned on playing that crap. I just, I just <laughs> I planned on it. playing it. I thought it was going to be cool. I just didn't get excited. I wasn't ready for it when it came out. I remember being surprised when it's kind of like it's coming out already. The problem was they also introduced offline leveling at the same time, and man. <laughs> I mean, no, that's I, I just went from level 57 to 62 in, like, 15 clicks. <laughs> it was awesome. So what about you, Jason? Do you have any? My my big deal with MMOs lately is uh, that they suck. And it's pretty much that basic. They, they suck. There's no attention to detail. There's no immersion. You mean new ones, or do you mean the established ones? All in comparison to other games that you're playing seem to suck. All of them. Well, and, and in comparison to the games that I'm currently playing. I mean, all of them are just... They, they do not provide any level of detail, any level of immersion that some of these other games provide, like Red Dead Redemption, which I will, I will tout to this day as being one of the pinnacles of gameplay where you can jump in... And you feel like you're in the Old West. And there's nothing there except for a little mini-map that mini resides mini. on the car- just resides in the corner of your screen. Everything else is laid out before you, and that's it. When you come into an MMO, there's all this bullshit like, okay, you have like a taskbar and all this other nonsense. You have like a quest log that you like bring up. It's like all laid out there before you. And it like covers the screen, and you don't. You, you only. You're you're kind of focused on everything else that's going on around you, except for the world that you were in at the time while you're playing the game. So you never really get a sense of what's going on while you're playing the game. So you'll be, you know, you, you could you could just skip past like a ton of stuff while you're playing an MMO, and you won't even see it. It won't even exist to you just because you're focused on the task at hand, and the rest of the world doesn't even exist to you. Well, I think so. That's, that's so immersion is part of the problem. To or me. telling a story, as I said it, but immersion. It, well, exactly. Tell, telling a story where telling a story to an MMO is 
relayed through a bunch of crappy t- quest text, which is absolute garbage. Because you're just sitting there reading this stuff, and it's like, blah, 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 blah. It's like, okay, or I need you As our friend Jim would say, click. Yes, click. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you just want to click through that shit, because it's just it seems just so uninteresting, and, and it, it doesn't involve you at all. Except, okay, well, I gotta go kill these ten boars over here. Boars. Big fuck. So are you still deal. not? Are you still not excited about Star Wars? Because it seems like they are taking that problem you have and expanding on it, and, and adding the Bioware flair in that you're going to have a ton of voice acted scenes that have camera direction. So you're going to actually be watching a cinematic cutscene every time you talk to a person. But they have a very traditional MMO combat gameplay mechanic. So it seems such like as kill twenty, kill ten Jedi. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty much going to be that. Uh, it's just so like I get to just do it. instead of kill ten rats, it's kill kill ten Jedi. I mean, the, no matter what, you're going to be doing that. But oh, I, that sounds I mean, exciting to me. Let me tell you. You, you, no, I mean, the thing not is, really. No, 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 no. Seriously, though, you you did all that stuff in Red Dead Redemption, also. No, but not the story. No, the story. You really didn't. There wasn't a kill ten rats quest. Because there, there were, were achievements that would lie. There were buzzards. Because they were they were bulls. They were freaking whatever other animal you have. I mean, you you had. Yeah, to do there that were those quest. were ancillary achievements. They were never actual quests. And you also had to go into uh, a you you also had to go into a a hideout and you had to kill a bunch of guys. You might kill right twenty of them there. So that, they never yeah, told it was you. Never presented in the in the fashion yeah. where you had to kill x amount of people. <laughs> so as long as they don't tell you, you're no, good. it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. You know, there was never you know you never really had to complete those when you when, you know when you had to they had those challenges, Eric. Where you would have to collect ten, um, say for instance, ten flowers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was never something in the story or in the game that you had to do to advance your level, was it? Um, no, it wasn't. Was in in Red Dead Redemption, you have. You could just you could get through the whole the game plot. without yeah. even having but, to gather a single flower if you wished. Yeah, and it's an open world game, so there are no levels. So that's 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 a nice thing, you know. But you're still going through story segments. You still have to go through at the very beginning of the game. Right, but there was never there were never quests that told you that you had to kill ten outlaws. Just because they don't tell you doesn't mean it's there. <laughs> the part of the immersion is that they're they're taking all of that game crap that you're doing in that you're either wrestling ten doggies, you're shooting five I guys... I never had to wrestle ten doggies to complete a quest. You have... You are tasked with the... <laughs> you're tasked with the job of moving, like, ten or twenty cattle into a stall. Yes, and that is one say, quest, but... Yes. But it's and not... You know what? You can get away with... You can, you can get away with only getting half of those guys... In there, it wasn't like you okay. had to complete it. So it's okay if they okay. So you would be okay in an MMO if they said if they didn't tell you that you had to kill about five, yeah, about five. <laughs> it was so never about made, that, Eric. You're totally missing how how the gameplay works in in Red Dead Redemption. I'm surprised at this because you played that game religiously. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm it's just never saying about that, that. In, in Red Dead Redemption, it's not about that because they mask it in a fantastic story. They never tell you you're doing those things. But when you go into uh, some kind of base or something like that or a cave to go and kill some guy, you're still going – you have a quest to go and kill this one bandit. That's they're fine. Tell, yeah, they're that, never it's telling a clearly defined quest. It's not It's not a boring quest where you have to sit there and and they tell you, okay, go kill ten boars. But you still might be killing ten random bandit guys and their leader. They're just not telling you that. So Star Wars, you know, and I'm not trying to defend it. I'm trying to ask if Star Wars is trying to mask all that crap that you're doing mm-hmm. in, in a story. Does that right. not excite you at all, um, or is it, or is it simply that the the gameplay mechanics are still way too traditional for you? Or, or I mean, are you just not excited at all? I'm not excited about it at all. I'm really not. Well, didn't you also think that the blogosphere and the podcasts that focus on MMOs are also showing that there's no evolution or interesting things going on in MMOs as well because they're always talking about the same stuff. Well, that's true. That that is. It's like it's how true. many times? And it's funny. It's like the the whole conversation with MMOs and and about the mechanics of MMOs has become stale. It's, cir- it's cyclical. It is. Recycles once like, a year. Well, it's May. It this is the one where we bitch about <laughs> yeah, this progression. Is, exactly. Or this is the one where we talk about um, death penalties. Yeah. Again. Oh, God. Like if, again. I, if I have another discussion about death penalties <laughs> and which game is failing. Right. I mean, it's just, it's stupid. It's like, you know what? It, and it is. It's like, okay, the developers continue to make the same crap over and over and over again, and the community keeps repeating themselves, bringing up the same fucking tired arguments over and over and over again. I just like how... It's like they're stuck in this continuous feedback loop. How the arguable inventor of the genre, Richard Bartle, just said, fuck the genre. Exactly. And And all, all all Bartle does now, Bartle doesn't blog about MMOs anymore. If no. you've ever read his blog, he doesn't, ca- he's moved he doesn't care. He talks about his trips to whatever, and and he talks about food, yeah, and and shit it's like that. It's a simpler life. Yeah, he does. He, does. he doesn't give a no, shit anymore because he's just like, yeah. I don't know what else I can say about this shit. That's not to say that genre is doomed. It's just no, 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 no. Somebody needs to come in with a breath of fresh air and do something. Or, I mean, the sad thing is that the only companies that are taking chances are the smaller companies that just don't have the resources to back some of the ideas that they're trying. Right. I mean, like Chronicles of Spellborn, it's it's officially closing. What they just announced a week or two ago, right? That game had a great idea, and it was one of those ideas that you you can't just implement it and it just starts you know it was one of those long term ideas where you created communities that would you know um, have these each each clan that was in the game you would learn more about it as you leveled up and each you know you would you would go through the first 10 levels and then choose a clan and then you'd be able to go through and they would add more and and it would be almost like this unraveling mystery as you headed to the level cap you know and they had no community support they actually had no money to finish the game, so they weren't ever able to do that. Um, if you were a bigger company, like um, you know, or had EA behind you, you'd be able to do something like that. But they always choose to go with 
the safe bet. Well, not necessarily, but we can get into that later in the show. Yeah. What were you going to say, Mark? You were saying that somebody needs to shake stuff up, or or the genre, the MMO genre, is just a game feature that will be adapted in other into other games as a as a like set of components. Like how FPSs have adopted RPG mechanics. Exactly. Exactly. It'll mm-hmm. be. Yeah. You know, it won't be able to stand alone as its own genre anymore because it won't offer anything compelling compared to what everybody else is doing. That's a good point. So, listeners, are you MMO apologists? Do you have defenses for the genre? Do you think that you're completely satisfied with it or we're out for rockers? Let us know. Mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com or you can also send us tweets of rage. Twitter.com slash channelmassive. Twitter rage! (laughs) Tweet! Tweet! We're going to get into another topic next, so stay tuned. But first, is power break. South Korean psychiatrists have decided that the national epidemic of StarCraft plane can best be solved with drugs. Antidepressants, specifically. Bupropion is the name of the drug. Drugs are always the answer. So let's see. uh, Han Huang and Ren Cha from the Department of Psychiatry at Chung-Ang University. I love that. Isn't that the most weird? It's so funny. Just read that again. Han Huang and Ren Cha. (laughs) Random Anglo name thrown in there. (laughs) Yes. So what they did, this is really pretty fascinating, is they prescribed bupropion, which is usually used for antidepressants and getting people to stop smoking. They had StarCraft players... It's worse for me. ...take it for six weeks. And their cravings to play StarCraft, the original one, not StarCraft II, decreased by 23.6%. You know why it's not tested on StarCraft II? Because StarCraft II is that much more powerful. Fucking A. Well, 22% decrease. I mean, you're talking... If you're thinking I that apologize. StarCraft is cocaine, <laughs> right? Apparently that is a very different number than 22%. Totally off by 1.6%. That's like <laughs> night and day difference. My whole premise is blown out the window. Major gap. Major I will... Gap. I apologize. Mark I was not listening. I... You go ahead. <laughs> if StarCraft is cocaine, StarCraft 2 has got to be crack. It's got to be the more refined. I, I don't know. I can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> and the total playing time decreased by, listen, Mark, 35.5%. So 38%. <laughs> <laughs> What's that do? I don't know. I thought it was funny. There was something where they actually measured, like, heart rate or something. Was that a number two? Because I'm really batting, like, they, 500 they performed the numbers. brain scans on the addict's brains. And they flashed up pictures of Zerglings and saw that the brains didn't react. Dude, I know when I see a Zergling, I just freak out. Did they have the the PP monitor? Have you heard of that? No. You put the PP monitor on people and you show them suggestive images. Who do you think maybe responded with a sexual stimulus to the Zerglings? What (laughs) what percentage? Was that a 23.6%? What's the equivalent of a furry, but it's insectoid? That's what it would be. It'd be like... Hmm, nothing seems to stimulate him. And then accidentally they're like, 
Mm. Zergling. The Queen of Blades. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I must have the Queen of Blades. I see. The interesting thing about the PP monitor is that it's very simple. It's pretty much just a, a cylinder, a cardboard cylinder, that you put over the PP in this case, and you put a little tape the on shaft. the side. And then we're we're talking PPs here, not shafts. And then when the reaction happens, you okay, and corrected. The doctor, the doctor can see, hey, the little cardboard thing came off. So, because you participate in these kinds of studies, right, Eric? Maybe. <laughs> now, have you been a participant or well, a facilitator? Neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> how many subjects did you have? <laughs> I just stand in the corner and watch. In any case, do you find this to be a really um, bad use of psycho... Uh, well, I wonder... Like, there's got to be, out of 11 million World of Warcraft players, there's got to be some of them on antidepressants already. Do they play less than people who aren't on antidepressants? I, I can't imagine that that's that an antidepressant would make you want to play your game less. I can't. It might make you want to kill yourself less. Yeah. I, or I, more, depending on the side effects. I, I just don't see it as like, like a... Like it'd make you, if you're happier, wouldn't you be like, I'm going to go play my game that makes me happy too. Yeah. Or... Wow, I'm feeling I'm feeling better about things. Maybe instead of like you know working on my nooses or my or you know <laughs> or the or the or the makeshift shanks that you're going to slash <laughs> your wrist with. Yeah, like maybe instead of doing that or going through my gun catalog again, <laughs> figuring how to blow up the finding, office, <laughs> finding some incendiary ammo. I'll just yeah, or plotting to kill my coworker Steve. <laughs> maybe what I'll do instead is I will. Just do what I enjoy, which is play this game that takes me away from it all. I, I don't know. I, I think um, anytime you put people on drugs to to help them avoid something that and you alter don't, their that the state alter their reality that the, yes. the, the state of South Korea doesn't view as to be you know being positive, it's like mind stapling from Alpha Centauri. Atrocity. Atrocity committed. You know, it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? And then the whole, they disabled the internet access for the oh, kids. Oh, I love that game. Oh, yeah, it's great. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they, uh, they, they put blacklisted 19 games specifically. Wow. I love this, this little blurb here. It says, with the advent of StarCraft II, however, the participants have a whole new hurdle to overcome. I, I know, I love that. It's like, <laughs> even our antidepressants can't withstand the awesome power of a new game of the exact of the exact same like ilk as StarCraft that right. came out like ten years later. It's like it's shiny, it's new, it's StarCraft two. You are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> your drugs have no power here. <laughs> Take your drugs and put them somewhere else. <laughs> that almost sounded this like Yoda there for a second. I liked it. Powerful. <laughs> <laughs> drugs not more. Work drugs will not here. <laughs> Beautiful. I think that's all we have to say about that. I, I think it's, I don't know about I don't know what the people playing Starcraft in South Korea are on necessarily, but I know that the politicians Dude, that crack. are making the rules are on fucking crack. Because <laughs> if that's your greatest evil, you've got North Korea poised to annihilate you with nuclear and conventional weapons potentially. And you're worried about your population playing StarCraft and StarCraft 2? 
No. Uh, you know what? I think there's a priority problem there. I think if if South Korea's weapon system... Here's what I think. I think South right. Korea's I know weapon systems I know going to are you. totally tied in to StarCraft. StarCraft. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. They have like the and best. if that's the case, there's no way North Korea wins. I have. To They're going to get their asses kicked. I was going to say, yeah. Instead of it's like we covered that. I think we discussed that article in a previous podcast. It may or may not have been recorded for the general population <laughs> consumption, but it was like because we don't know when we're being recorded. It was like the human mind can um, can solve. Oh yeah, um, we were talking about that last week. Yeah, how how the human brain can do it fa- can solve these complex um what was it? Algorithms is like some kind of protein protein algorithms. Yeah. yeah. Faster than any computer can because of the massive parallelism. And it's like, yeah, just just get South Korea should buy a shitload of like drones and just get their best gamers to like pilot those drones. And Oh my so god, you're talking on. about the plot of Ender's Game. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Dude. It's just that's, like, that's right. exactly right. Give everybody an iPad that actually it's not a game, it's actually real. But, but they, they don't, don't know, know it. Spoilers. Spoilers. Oh yeah. End of the <laughs> he saves the queen. He saves the queen and then later Oh, sorry. <laughs> Another spoiler. Okay. Uh so what's our next topic now that we've our next, that? Our next topic is trademark fun. Trademarking from Riot Games. Yes. Riot what games do they make? What? Riot decided that yeah, Riot they didn't games. like the whole, you know, Valve getting up in their shit kind of thing, right? Trademarking letters like yeah. Sesame Street. Hey, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Death of the ass clown. <laughs> Death of the ass clown. Doofuses or the assholes. Um, I don't know. We're still trying to come up with clever... I Academic still think they're gonna have a stamp or something else. Like you're saying. DOTA, the letters DOTA, all caps. Valve trademarked them last week, I think. Yeah, it was last week when this news broke. And it was shortly after some voice actor said, Hey, I was just recording for not defense some of these. Not just some. It was Duke Yeah, Duke Nukem, Nukem. whatever. Duke Nukem. Has been. He Come like, get some. He said he was a Valve studio. And so all this flurry of oh Valve's DOTA games coming, and then Riot Games says, "What the hell?" Because they have Riot has hired two of the primary developers of DOTA All Stars, right? Perhaps the most popular of all the DOTA variations. Certainly, with Noah and myself. Yeah, and so Riot Games is like, "We're going to be defensive about this," and they've submitted an application to trademark. The, the full or, or traditional understanding of what DOTA stands for, which is Defense of the Ancients. Yes, they said, we have filed for the Defense of the Ancients trademark to protect the work that dozens of authors have done to create the game, and on behalf of the millions of DOTA players all over the world. Uh, PC Gamer asks, do you feel that Valve's application to trademark DOTA affects League of Legends in any way? It's an entirely separate game, but its legacy obviously deeply rooted in DOTA. And uh, Pendragon responds with, The trademark itself doesn't affect League of Legends because it's a standalone game, but as we are still part of the greater DOTA community, we hope that the DOTA game will remain under the control of the community, for the community, and continue to play and update. So... 
know, that's kind of one of their little official responses. And kind of like one of the things they said in this interview on PC Gamer, the uh, the two guys at Riot Games who worked on DOTA All Stars, they it's kind of implicit, but they basically said they're like, "Hey, you know, it's great if you want to make a game based off of this model, but freaking at least give it a different name." That's what we did. We went and we got into this other new company. We basically created an, an upgrade or a clone of the original DOTA model, but we didn't use the same name. And since this is something DOTA as an idea, as a community, this is something that all these people have worked on and have gathered around, leave it alone and let it exist on its own. Why do you have to hork some other brand and squat on it? And I think the most telling question was the last one in this interview, which was from PC Gamer, where they said, what's the best outcome from the average gamer at this point? Did I say that clearly? What's yes. the best? Yes, okay. Um, I have been awake for several <laughs> hours. Um, and Pendragon, one of the one of the folks um, from Riot, replied, I think the best case scenario would be that nobody owns the trademark to D- the DOTA name, but if Valve were to ultimately gain the rights, I hope that they would abandon the trademark and release it to the community to allow them to continue to modify play and experience DOTA for free. That's what DOTA is all about. That's pretty classy. No, it's classy to them, but it also makes would make Valve seem a little bit evil. Well, they already kind of do for, for trying to trademark it. In I its think. own right. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that this is kind of a power play that's going to go on for a while now. Yeah, that's funny. You know, when Riot said that they had hired 16 new employees, they didn't tell us they were all lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we will reign supreme. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah, I, I think you know it's it's just kind of funny how they they're wording everything and and oh, it was very very well coached. Yes, yes. unless they're just naturally gifted communicators. No, no. Slash they they've <laughs> slash they've got people. They have people helping them out. Yeah. It was all positive. It was na- never slanderous. It was never, you know, they, they, there was never a bad word against Valve or anything it like that. It was a very complimentary. He was always like, Valve yes. is such a great studio. Valve mm-hmm. makes great games. Valve just shouldn't have fucked with our but, shit. And now we're going to destroy them. But, you know, other than that. But, <laughs> it should be about the community. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. great. It's like the yes. community, the very community, well spun. the community. Well, and actually, these guys are from the, defend, you know, the DOTA All Stars yeah. mod, which was. The best ever. I mean, yeah. they're not imposters great. about it. No, they're not. They're not disingenuous. No, I I'm love that word. That's great. I have to use that. I just can't just hear me counting the. How they're wording all this <laughs> and and their and their stance on this is very yeah. well planned. Yes, it was well executed, much like a nice gank in uh, DOTA or <laughs> <laughs> League of Legends. Not that you would have any experience no, I, I, in that kind of thing. I like to rise above all that and just die. Um, what else do we have to discuss? Well, we got into the whole MMO discussion, why we weren't playing MMORPGs, and, and one of these stories, it's just another sad tale of another... MMO developer that's struggling, struggling, struggling. APB developer Real Time Worlds has been, well, let's say they're going through some problems. 
in America, we'd call it bankruptcy. Across the pond, they call it administration. Yes. Uh, Studio Real Time World is on the brink of closure with the company entering administration. Uh, studio sources say the business has been handed over to a new administrator. Administrator. And the corporate rescue group firm is called, I don't know how you even pronounce this, looks like Begbie's trainer group, whoever that is. They must be a administration yes. handler. Uh, they now have a deadline. They have to find a new investor that can save the firm from liquidation. If no willing investors on real-time worlds will be all points bulletin, and they will essentially die, which sucks. And 170 employees have already been laid off. However, I just read an article uh, recently Recently said that half pretty close to half of those employees have been rehired um, as a result of, you know, trying to figure this shit out. Um, it sucks. Yeah. It's just another one of those stories that you don't want to hear. It's a shame because Real Time Worlds was at the top when Crackdown came out. Yes, that was a... That was a sleeper hit, actually, for the 360. Nobody expected that game to. No. Yeah, I didn't. To do as well as it Crack did. Crackdown two better fucking rule. Um, that was kind of that was kind of complicated. Why it was did so well since it was bundled with the the Halo three beta. Exactly. Yeah. Sneaky bastards. And then, do nope. you guys see? Have you guys played Crackdown two? No. The thing that gets me angry. It's the same game. Oh. Seriously. Was- you just go around and do the same exact thing. They're going to be angry. And you know what? APB is not an MMO. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to shut up now, but that shit is not an MMO. Well, don't shut up, Eric. Speak your mind. Is it a... Like, I don't know if you guys played um, uh, Crime... What? Crimecraft? The biggest... Crimecraft came out and and quickly disappeared. It was supposed to be a subscription-based game. Then they did, you know, some kind of weird hybrid model. uh, Kind of familiar. Sounds like APB came out with that. Uh, but pretty much what it was is a very instance-based third-person shooter with a a mayonnaise slathering of some kind of shitty story. Did you okay? say mayonnaise slathering? Yeah. Big, fattening, terrible story. Okay? Yeah, but mayonnaise is good, though. And slathering yeah, but stuff it's, is but it's fat, fat, Especially with mayonnaise. Yeah. Okay, maybe you guys like mayonnaise more than I do. Yeah, just imagine if you put one piece of meat on your sandwich and then you put way too much mayonnaise. Then you have to <laughs> eat that thing. Yeah, what's your problem again, Eric? Anyway, oh my god. Did we talk APB, about the APB has a fantastic character creation system. It has zero, like, zero story. There's no point in doing any of the missions. It's a huge grind. It's, it's, an, it's a third-person shooter, okay, with the most bare... Bare bones elements of an MMO. Um, I'm really sorry. Good audio system, huh, Jason? Yeah, I had a really good luck with that. Stuttering. That's what it does. Terrible. And they promised That's a whole shame. That's what the shame is. They tried to do some novel things with their game. 
But even Electronic Arts apparently didn't have faith in the game. They were the publishers. And that's what, that's what blows my mind about that, about that, that whole thing, is that you know, you read about all this shit, and then you find this circle where EA itself comes out with a with a little blurb, and they say, "Well, we knew it was going to fail to begin with." Yeah. So I'm reading this article on Kotaku today, and they say Electronic Arts provided distribution support, meaning publishing, for APB. And today, a senior EA executive said that the game's poor reviews were somewhat predicted internally. And we did suggested, suggest, yeah, we did suggest that it landed from a review score standpoint, where we thought that it was going to land from a review score standpoint. Blah 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 blah. Uh, we have a lot of discussions with them about where we thought the title was, at least advising them so that they would make a decision. He added. I imagine they think they could have done some things differently at this point, but hindsight's always twenty twenty. So could you imagine your publisher comes up to you and so says... So your publisher is like the one who is actually telling you, well, your game, your game's not quite ready for prime time yet. But yet you go ahead and release it anyway. It's like, what fucking mentality is that? I don't get that. It's like, your own publisher is coming out and telling you, no. Yeah. No. Not, Just no. Not good. And where it landed, in case you're curious, on Metacritic was a score of 58, and a score of 61 on game ranking. So imagine that with this era of, we have to get an 80 or better, 90 in the perfect world, and your publisher says, you're going to be lucky to break 60. Out of a hundred Metacritic, you really that, think this word's at? And this, again, this just blows me away. It's like, why as a publisher are you even releasing this information that you even thought this about a game? Yeah, like saying, to told you so. Yeah. Told you so. We knew, we, we knew this game we were going to support was going to suck ass. We knew it. But you did it anyway. It's more competition to fall before the feet of the old republic. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, no doubt, really. Yeah, no, seriously, it's like, what's the mentality there? It, it's just, it's another one of those things that, you know, it's like, this is what's wrong with your fucking industry right now. It's painful. It's you either, have no idea what the hell you guys are doing. You either believe that you will be able to create a game that will dethrone World of Warcraft instantly. No, no. I mean, it's not. No, no, no. I mean, it's, it's like these crazy. Oh, but they're, they're, you're, you're yeah, talking about their mentality. That's their mentality. Yeah, they're like, we will. All right, we're gonna make a game. We're the wild killer. We're gonna put. We're gonna spend. We're gonna spend t- ten. Twenty million dollars, and it's not like we've ever heard of this shit before. No, have we yeah, we get, we're gonna get, we're gonna get like, <laughs> we're gonna have orcs, we're gonna orcs, get a very clever marketeer, mm-hmm. and dark elves. sunglasses, and he's gonna have a British accent, and he's gonna, and there's gonna be war, <laughs> lots of war. And he's going to, under the covers, deride the competition, which is World of Warcraft, and he's gonna promise the world, and he's gonna say, we have this huge game behind us, and it's awesome. Oh, crikey, I turned into the crocodile hunter all of a sudden, and I'm going to stick my thumb up his butthole, and he's not going to like it. I'll go tell you right now. But it's like, um, you know, they have these, these, it's either that crazy idea, or it's this other stuff where it's like, uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to put some guys on it, we're going to get some art, we're going to put some hours into it, it's going to be a game, might have a couple features like, We'll do this crazy, like, you can have your MP3 library play, like, in your car, 
but other people can hear it, and it'll like mesh seamlessly in the environment. And we're not sure the details, but we'll work that out later. But we'll, you know, it's like there's these just different mentalities. There's like the half-assed like slacker mentality, and there's the we're going to dominate mentality. And it's like how how many times is this lesson going to have to be or cling to the irrelevant IP lesson, right? We're going to take Stargate. I'm making MMO out of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Or like the thing uh, is, if if we were comparing this to Red Dead Redemption's multiplayer, if we're talking about some kind of like console, um, G- Grand Theft Auto 4, like open world, fun shoot 'em up kind of thing, um, maybe we we could understand what APB's doing. But APB, you know, they they're they're marketing themselves as an MMO. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't even feel bad about this game not, not doing well when you look at what it offers in comparison to what it's going up against, you know? So if this thing dies and it completely just disappears, I'm not going to sigh and go, well, there goes another one. People just aren't supporting it. Um, this thing has, this thing has nothing. And you have to offer a whole hell of a lot more if you're going to ask for any kind of money from a person. They're jerks. Good riddance. Faces, dummies, jerks. Damn. Well, I'm not that angry. I, I hate to see it. I hate to Damn. See, I hate to see any. Game Tell us how you fail. really feel, Eric. I hate to see you. Okay, look, yeah. I got stun locked for like two hours because that game wasn't balanced properly. And as a cop, you can get a shotgun yeah, that can I heard stun you. This. You know, and and they don't they don't okay they don't treat it like an MMO. They don't quickly patch this stuff out. So they focus on the idea that the the complete and utter visuals that you can you can make what your character looks like and you can do all these decal things. I'm not gonna earn crap in the game if I if I die every five seconds, if I have to play with other people and can't just hop in and play a little bit. Jerks face dummies. <laughs> Very bitter over Enough there. Said, Eric. Yeah. That's the dark Eric. Yes. Anger. <laughs> Anger. Strike them down with your hatred. (laughs) And your journey to the dark side will be complete. (laughs) Almost, almost. The thing that really completes it is that you go and play the game, right? And if you, I have a computer that can run that thing on high settings if they would let me. But, oops, I don't have, um... What is a some kind of I can't even remember what it is like a, either a graphics card or a graphics card or, would be helpful. <laughs> uh, sh- shout out! What is it? What is it, Jason? What's that limiting factor that stops you? Oh, the frame thing. Oh no, you're talking about DirectX. Yeah, there's some kind of DirectX that I don't have. So you're not you're not running Windows Seven. Windows Seven. There you go. Uh, right, so with, you're not winning running Windows Seven with DirectX Eleven. No, that's the issue. Sorry, I'm, I'm right. sorry, listeners. I'm messing things up. I don't have the 64-bit version of right. it. Right. Okay? There you and go. Because I don't have that, the game immediately clocks you down to the crap. Like, my my game looks like shit. And I played the freaking beta, and they allowed you to hack the thing. You know, well, I mean, anyone's going to get the thing where they can they can get past that, right? Well, of course, they patched it out in the release version, so I can't do that any longer. I played this game, and it looked absolutely beautiful. And when I bought the retail version... They don't allow you to go past a certain point, so now I have this... I I felt cheated. I have this game that has the crappiest textures in the world. All the stuff I spent time creating, and I can't even look at it. Yeah, I have to admit, when I I 
played it for a bit there. It looked beautiful to me. It really did. It looked awesome. Oh, well. So, yeah, not much to say there. Another one bites the dust. I wish they wouldn't. I wish they'd be realistic and find a niche and have a good model. But you can't... And a good game. And a good game. Jerks. Well, on that sad note... I love it when podcasts sound like that. Bastard. We can't end it like that. We have to do something else. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, happy joy, talk. joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. <laughs> happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. You have five happy, minutes joy, you can talk joy, about your PS3. Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I didn't... Okay. Oh, wait. Never mind. <laughs> so, in breaking news today... Uh, and a good story. It actually is Kaku. breaking news. A tornado is headed towards your house. Kind of came out late. And nobody wanted to talk about this for some reason. Nobody likes to talk about it. This is your bonus story, listeners. Bonus story. Bonus Relish round. Shit. This is your yeah. If you're the owner of a PS3, oh, we've run out of time. Your ears oh. should perk up. That's right. Would you like to hacksaw your <laughs> your box? Would you like to. Would you like to have a, a PS3 with a mod chip that is not somehow actually opened up to mod it? Something with maybe a USB? Which is crazy. Crazy as that may sound, it's possible. The yeah, so osmodchips.com Crazy Aussies. Is claiming that they have a a mod, a and it's like it's just like a USB drive, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, this looks like a USB thumb drive PS3. that you plug right in there. They're going to charge you, looks like, 150 bucks for it. Yeah. You could plug it right in there. It circumvents the firmware, and you're able to copy PS3 games over. Where's, if you will, the Swimming Pools Movie Star. Exactly, man. It's like, and forever they claimed, well, our console is unhackable. Unhackable. Unbreakable. Well, they've claimed to have done it, and they have videos to prove it. Yeah, I think it's real. It might be. Um,. But how so long now the will war, it be before the well, firmware no, I mean, comes down the pipe? Well, no, that's the thing. They they claim that it circumvents the firmware. Wow. So you don't even have to worry about it. So you can still keep your firmware up to date and keep you know, it's probably all the geniuses that worked on the um, DVD or the HD DVD spec that got destroyed by Blu-ray. They're probably like, curse you, Sony. We will mod your PS3. <laughs> and so they have. You know, I'm not wow. quite sure what all it buys you. I'm sure you can play, you know, you can probably go and download. Well, no, games. it's not even that. You can just copy the games from a, from your DVD and then send it back to whatever. Oh, so you could do it's like Gamefly or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a backup. Yeah. I love the backup copy yes. theory. In case my media gets messed up, I've got a backup copy. Yes. Now the rules so. for this the rules for this are a bit fuzzy, but what you want to do, listener, is you can buy the USB drive or not. Uh, first things first, you have to go and you have to buy the game full price, uh, bring it back to your place, and then um, play it. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. You can rent it. Stealing. 
stop you, stealing things. I'm sure you could download it uh, from Usenet or Torrents. <laughs> so we've decided to shift from a depressing note to a lecturing note. Yeah. <laughs> That's Eric, a better way to Eric end will episode. be very disappointed in you if you pirate it. <laughs> and you already heard what as, happens when he gets mad. As will the ghost of Noah's past. However, present day Noah doesn't give a fuck. Uh, you know, it's just, this story is pretty significant, though, because, because yeah, they've on. always claimed that you could never do this. They should do a commercial with and that long And they've done it with dude. a fucking thumb drive plugged into your USB port. You know, yeah. that's, how, that's how simple this shit has become now. Sony PS3, you've been pwned. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's not a matter of opening up the console and... So, so and you know rerouting since none of the the motherboard in any fashion or anything like no, that you just no plug wires, in a no fucking US, you plug in a fucking USB port so and since none it. none of the four of us actually own a PS3 how tweetered would you be if if this happened for the Xbox 360 I wouldn't you wouldn't mind I mean you would be you'd be like whatever no would it be a new golden age <laughs> no bells would ring. Doves would fly. Whatever else happens in your little world. Well, no, you know what? This is the <laughs> your biggest, little this is world. The biggest <laughs> little world. No, so my friend. Well, I don't know. One of my friends has a modded Xbox. Okay, <laughs> he initially got it so he could just steal Wait. as many games as he could. Right. Sixty or an neat, Xbox. It's a uh, sorry, a three sixty. I'm sorry. Um, the neat thing about it is because he wanted to play games with me and the, the whole Xbox Live community that they've created, right? He could play that. You can play that on modded Xbox, but any of your stolen games, there's a chance that they're going to see that you're playing a stolen game. And oh they God. can completely, in a, in a button press, cut off that individual system forever from Xbox Live. Well, that's why we saw, we had, we reported on this like a year ago. Right. When there was like the market, the eBay market was flooded with Xbox 360s at like a hundred dollar price points, and the reason why is because they had modded them, they had been busted, and they were like, "Oh, it's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It'll get on Xbox Live. Don't worry." And you know, of course, they were full of crap. Yeah. And whether just... whether you're going to you know get free games or not, I mean, I can't really preach to you at that. But I'm just amazed that my my friend now he got this thing, he paid extra money for it, and now he's he just he buys his games and plays them with me. Like he doesn't even think about it being a modded Xbox anymore. And it's he just has been cleansed. Yeah, the online feature. Hey, Jason. This house is clear. <laughs> <laughs> Poltergeist reference. Yes. Well, that's pretty cool. There we go. Does that feel better, Mark? I feel... I feel. You feel like we've recorded a complete show? Which means lunch? surely that this last part will disappear. <laughs> <laughs> be like, Deleted. No, we'll be like, Mark, it's just not there. <laughs> Scan it again, Ensign. Look, keep looking, keep searching. <laughs> so now we bring episode 137 to a close. The whole enchilada. Mercifully. We hope you enjoyed it, and we want to hear back from you what you liked and what you didn't. Mail at ChannelMassive.com. Unless you didn't like it, and which is today at ChannelMassive.com. <laughs> That's right. Jason still got I, his. I only get the email for that one. <laughs> We're trying to channel Thanks the Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> hmm.
the thing Actually, is, send all that, send all the hate mail to the, our Facebook page, which we never look at or update. <laughs> Except for E3 picks next year. E3 picks. There we go. Yeah, it's always good for picks. Yeah, the thing is, okay, you got Global Agenda, right? Global Agenda started out right as a game, kind of like ATB, where it's just a bunch of third-person shootery, right? What did they do after they realized? that they're not going to get any farther with that. They came out with a huge, huge PvE zone. Come on, APB. Do it to me. I need a huge PvE zone right in my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'll forgive you. Then I'll forgive you. I guess that wraps it up. It does. Thank you, listeners. So now what's next? A little... So find me out. Hold it. Wait a minute. You need something else in it. This is what I want you to do. Feel the groove. Bust the move. Yo, yo, I'm tired. What about you? Man, this is something to dance to.